Hey homeschoolers, I'm Melissa Webb, former full-time classroom teacher and homeschool mom turned full-time business CEO and encourager to homeschool families everywhere. I am determined and dedicated to helping you in this journey that you're on. Yes, I wanna give you sound, educational, practical tips and advice, at the same time making sure that you're enjoying the family journey that you are on. So if you are looking for a place to be encouraged and inspired, you have found the perfect podcast. Homeschooling is a work of heart, is truly the perfect place to start. So welcome. Let's jump in. Well, welcome to another episode of Homeschool is a Work of Heart. It's the podcast for all you incredible homeschooling moms out there. And today I have a very important episode that I want to record for you. We're going to take a deep dive into the topic of procrastination and how it can paralyze us, hold us back from achieving some of our great homeschooling goals and our personal goals too, maybe even like relationship goals. Procrastination is is a hot topic. By the end of the episode, I hope to equip you with some tools to help you overcome maybe some of the things that have been on your list wanting to be accomplished, but having not yet accomplished them. I just know how good it feels when we do accomplish things, and I tend to get a lot done, and people ask me how I get so much done in a day, and I really put some thought into it, like why do I get so much done? And I'm gonna share with you why I think I get as much done as I do, and see if maybe it doesn't stir you to get more done as well. So we know that homeschooling has its challenges, as does life in general, and many of us struggle with what culture wants to call procrastination. Some of us even want to call ourselves procrastinators, and I just want to caution you to be really careful about labeling yourself. It may feel like not a big deal to say, oh, I'm a procrastinator. You could even laugh it off or make light of it, but every time you're saying that, you are creating inside of you a paradigm, a belief system, that's who you are. And is it who you wanna be? Most people don't wanna be procrastinators, and if that's the case, why would you call yourself one? So just something to keep in mind. But I also wanna assure you, you're not alone. I know so many people who like use this term and and throw it around. Mel Robbins, if you haven't followed her or uh, watched some of her great YouTube videos, read any of her books, she's great. And she claims that procrastination is actually a coping mechanism that our body uses um, when we feel stressed out. So we go into procrastination, which is really like a form of feeling paralyzed. And that the reason that we aren't doing something is often because we just don't really know how to do it, where to start. Maybe we're worried about that we're not going to do it well enough. It's going to take too much out of us. Uh, Bottom line is procrastination is really just our ego, right? That primitive brain part of us protecting us um, from tasks that feel overwhelming or time consuming or difficult. 
it's that ego, right? We all know about the ego. And we just need to be aware of our little sneaky egos. Um, they aren't bad things, right? The ego is the ego, and its job is to protect us. And protection in that manner means keeping things safe and uh, pleasurable and no pain, <laughs> no discomfort. So congratulations if you're like, yeah, that's me. You have a strong, healthy ego. Nothing wrong with that. But we have to remember that we have a really strong logical side of our brain too. So we want to take some time and really think this through. It will not surprise you that as a writing teacher, I'm really big on journaling. Journaling should start at child age and go through to elderly age and everything in between. Journaling your thoughts is really an eye-opening experience and there's just so much research and science behind the brain and paper connection and clarity of thought. Like just, it, it's just a great use of your time. So please remember to get some journal time in, if not daily, weekly at least. Your ego's not going to want you to, by the way. <laughs> your ego's going to tell you not to do it. If you're not a journaler, uh, you're like, I don't journal. I just, this just doesn't feel right to me. Um, be careful of all those thoughts. Everybody can be a journaler. You really can, but your ego's not going to want you to. <laughs> so be aware of that. I also want you just to think about when you grab that journal, why are you somebody who tends to procrastinate? There could be a few different reasons why. They're all very legit. Maybe you procrastinate as a way to cope with the overwhelming demands of your life. We wear many hats. We're, we're teachers, homeschool teachers. We're parents. We're wives and daughters. Maybe you have a job, so you're an employee as well. It's really natural to feel overwhelmed. So procrastination becomes that defense mechanism. One more thing's going to stress me out. I don't want to be overwhelmed. Therefore, I don't do anything. Sometimes we procrastinate because there's a link to what needs to be done in your feelings of perfectionism. And you may be afraid that you're just not going to do it well enough or perfectly, so you just don't start at all. The problem with that one, of course, is that getting nothing done isn't perfect either. Getting nothing done is not perfection. And so reminding yourself that it's better to get it done and be imperfect than not get it done <laughs> at all. So that's just, again, something to think about. And, and this is why writing your thoughts down in your journal, such a good use of time, because you need to discover why is it you aren't doing the thing? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel like you don't know how to do it? Think about it. Think about it. Just get all the thoughts out. I don't do this thing because all the things that come to mind. Do not criticize your thoughts. Just let them be. Just let them be and look at them. Okay. Um, also, another reason a lot of people procrastinate is they are afraid of failing at it, which kind of links to that perfectionism piece. Um, but sometimes the failure is actually failure of success, which I know sounds really odd. And yeah, it's a concept that can be a little tricky, but 
again, if you love to learn about this, there are whole books written on failure, fear of failure of success. I'm currently reading a book by a gentleman named Bob Proctor called Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life. It's on audio, and so I've listened to it. I'm the second time through it. And if you read it or if you've read it, you'll know why I'm reading it a second time. But he said something, he has said a lot of things, but something that really stuck with me is when he said that faith and fear both demand you believe in something that you cannot see. Isn't it true? Faith and fear. You cannot see these things, but you're believing in either one. You get to choose. So if you're feeling like I'm not doing something because I'm afraid I won't do it well, or I'm afraid that I'm going to fail, or I'm afraid I'm going to succeed, just know that you can choose to fear that failure, but you also could choose to have faith that you're going to do just fine. Both demand that you believe in something you cannot see. Choose wisely. I think what's really important to remember is that while our primitive brain, that ego piece, does think it's helping us, we need to tap into the logical part of our brain and remind ourselves, I know you want to help ego, but you're not. When you can tap into your prefrontal cortex, then you can know that you would be better off getting the thing done that you're procrastinating. And I don't know what the thing is that you're procrastinating, but you do. Does your house need organizing? Do your cupboards need cleaning? Your fridge, is it like it's got stuff in there every time you open, you just wanna close it again because you're like, I gotta clean that out. Is it more homeschooling based? There's lesson plans that you know you need to put together or there are field trips you've been wanting to schedule, or you need to pull together the work samples that your children have already done so far this year that you've not organized, or maybe it's something for yourself. I need to prioritize exercise, or I need to plan and prep some meals, or I need to make more time to spend with my husband. Maybe it's a relationship thing. Be aware of what it is you're procrastinating. Write that down too, because awareness is really key. What are you procrastinating and why are you procrastinating it? But what's really important and what I want to spend the rest of the time talking about is ways we can break free from its grip. It is simple. I'm going to share a few things with you and that's just it. Like I can tell you why I get so much done and you're going to say, really, it's that simple? It is. It is that simple. But we all know that simple doesn't mean easy right? If you were like, I just really want to lose weight in the remainder of this year. I want to end this year weighing less than I do right now. Okay. You know you could do that. It's actually rather simple. From now until December 31st, limit your calorie intake to 1,200 calories every day, seven days a week, do not splurge on Thanksgiving. Do not splurge when it comes to Christmas baking. Just don't. Just keep your calorie count low and exercise daily. Pretty simple, right? You don't have to jump through hoops to do it. And yet, it wouldn't be an easy task to do, would it? No, because we want to enjoy the season and the holidays and the good foods and the and keeping that in mind while I tell you these few things that sound so simple 
I acknowledge they're not necessarily easy, but I do think it's possible if you decide. And that is our key word, decide. I want you to do one thing for me, and then you're going to have to report back and tell me if it really worked. I want you to write on three little sticky notes the word DECIDE in all capitals. You're going to put the word DECIDE in three places that you frequently see. So, I don't know, is that your bathroom mirror, somewhere in the kitchen, on the front of your computer, in your car? I don't know. But three sticky notes in three different places. One word, DECIDE. I want you to see that word multiple times a day. Because the way to stop procrastinating just starts with deciding to do something. Just decide. That's it. And it doesn't have to be a monumental task. In fact, I think it's way more effective to break the tasks into smaller, manageable, short little time constraints. So let's just say, for example, that you've been putting off planning this the six-week history lesson that you want to write on ancient civilizations. Oh, six weeks. Like, that's got to take us all the way before winter break. I really want to do it. The whole idea overwhelms me, okay? I don't know that I'll do it perfectly. Whatever your reasons are, decide instead not to do all six weeks at one time. Just decide to do a small step today. Decide to research for 20 minutes on Teachers Bay Teachers or I'm going to set the timer for 20 minutes on Pinterest and I'm just going to put in ancient civilization activities and all I'm going to do is for 20 minutes save some things that I will look at later, tomorrow. Just decide. Decide to do something. Maybe do a quick search on your phone for a local field trip around ancient civilizations. Maybe like in San Diego down in Balboa Park they're doing a mummy museum. Oh, that would work right into it. Let's look at the dates. I'm going to put a date on the calendar. Boom. Right? Decide. Decide to do something. It doesn't have to be some big thing, but it can just be something. And by the way, I actually have a free course on how to plan an entire semester in just five days. It's a challenge that I did a few summers ago. It's free now. For anybody who wants it, like some of the dates and stuff could be a little bit outdated, but the content is still awesome. I highly recommend you go grab that. The key here is just to make a conscious choice to take a step in a reasonable, in a reasonable amount of time, enough time that you make a dent, even a tiny little dent, and you just decide to do it. So every time you see the word decide, at that moment you go, I'm going to decide. I'm going to decide to go throw one thing out of the refrigerator away today. I'm going to decide to put my laundry from the washer to the dryer. I, it doesn't matter what you decide, but every time you see the word decide to do something, decide to do something. I'm going to decide to text this person that's just been on my mind lately, and I'm just going to say, hey, I love you. It doesn't matter what it is, but every time you see that word decide, I want you to decide to do something. And just tell me, at the end of the week, do you not feel more accomplished? I think you will. I really think you will. But you tell me. By the way, where do you tell me? You can find me on Instagram at Right on Web. You can contact me via my website. There's lots of ways. There's always lots of ways. Okay, so here's another one. Once you've made the decision and you've taken some action, it's really important to celebrate that you did it. 
And I know that sounds weird, maybe a little, I don't know, hokey, but it's truly true. There's a lot of science behind the fact that no matter how small something is, if you make this accomplishment, it's significant. It's significant to your brain that you have a little small victory. Many small victories lead to big building blocks of success. So let's just say that you do the research, you create something for your ancient civilizations outline or you book the calendar, the field trip on the calendar. Just take a moment. It could be like simply like you just look at yourself in the mirror that you walk back past and you just smile and you're just like, good job, job. right? Or just positive self-talk, right? You just be like, oh, this feels good. I'm getting stuff done. So positive self-talk is really powerful. Again, Mel Robbins has this whole thing on giving yourself a high five in the mirror and the science behind all that. It doesn't matter what you do. Just celebrate your little mini milestone because it is a powerful motivator. Okay, whatever feels good to you, just do that thing. Okay, um, another effective way to combat procrastination is to have some accountability. So this can really help, especially with bigger goals. I will often go to a best friend or my spouse or somebody else even in the homeschooling world if it's related to that. Because when someone else knows what it is you're trying to achieve, they can really help you stay on track just by checking in and asking like, how are you doing? And can I help with anything to keep you motivated or celebrate with you? So keep that in your back of your mind. And do not underestimate the power of self-care, which can also significantly impact productivity and motivation. Did you know that? When you do something for yourself, you increase your own motivation. And when we're more motivated, we be have a tendency to be more productive. And the more productive we are, the less we are procrastinating. So just keep in mind, like the fact that you are taking the time to listen to this episode right now says a lot. You have scheduled time for yourself to learn and to grow and to apply something into your life. It could be anything, a podcast, a good book, a quiet walk, some deep breathing exercises, some stretching, right? Anything that recharges your energy, this can help you tackle procrastination because you have this fresh mindset because you took time to take care of you. Keep that in mind. To wrap it all up, I just want to encourage you to acknowledge that procrastination is a form of paralyzation and it can be combated. And it's normal. It's so normal, especially when it comes to homeschooling, life in general, right? It often stems from how our body wants to cope with the stress, the overwhelm, the number of responsibilities we have, the perfectionism we're trying to fight, the fear of failure, the fear of success. But just remember that if you decide today to take a small step, whatever it is, and then celebrate your accomplishment, maybe get some accountability, definitely give yourself a break, take care of you, you really can overcome procrastination and experience productivity on a whole new level. It feels joyful to me when I end a day feeling so accomplished. And maybe I didn't get everything done that I wanted, normal, but I always get something done and it feels good in all aspects of my life. And I want that for you. 
just remember you're not in this alone. Every small step you take is a victory. You just have to decide to take that step. Thank you for tuning in today, my friend. If you found this episode was helpful or encouraging, would you do me a favor and subscribe? I would especially love a review. It's so good for me to know that this is helping you. If you have any questions or topics that you would like to hear discussed in future episodes, of course, you can reach out and share those ideas too. And until we meet again, right on. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and listening this week. Hey, if this was something that you found valuable, don't forget you want to subscribe or follow so that every time a new episode is dropped, you'll be the first to know. And hey, before you go, if you are looking to get some of this academic writing under your belt and outsourced so that it's one less thing freeing you up to enjoy more time with your family, hey, you're going to want to head over to Write on Web. .com to see what kinds of resources and materials I have available for you. I will look forward to seeing you there and I will look forward to seeing you here in our next episode. Right on.